Project Louder presents. Cameron Lee. Nick Reese. Ryan Lockard. Drew Griffin. Big Bad Beetle Bros. I'm Cam. <laughs> I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. I'm Griffin. <laughs> we got Griffin on because it's the season Woo! finale. Yeah. We did it. The Borgs are slayed. It's it. The show's over. Go home. They're all dead. How was the ride? How was your trip? How was the ride on the, the subway train? <laughs> the subway to Borg Slayer. <laughs> We're here with episode 53, Vexors. Last stand. Uh, laugh. Last, no. It's last laugh, buddy. Is it last laugh? Yeah, that's why I had the laugh ready. Oh, and then God as I was laughing, it's, I'm like, why the wrong during the fucking episode, thing. Every yeah. time he went, ah, we're like, that was it. Vexor's <laughs> last laugh. Yeah. It's also his last. Vexor's last stand. <laughs> it's just him curled in a little gunshot, a little no, barricade. Actually, it's a JoJo reference. His last blunder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you screwed the pooch. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, it started last episode, but this episode 100% was like every everything that we've pointed out about Vexor and the Magnivores being idiots and goofing up all their plans. Proven correct. It, yeah, it's all been coming to fruition. Yeah. They, they show up just to fill their archetype and, and they're not... They're not quiet about it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before we get into the episode, Griffin, I, I know you just watched episode 52, Borg mm -hmm. Slayer. Uh, what'd you think? What'd you think of the first part? It was really cool. Right away, I loved the pirate ship cold mm -hmm. open. Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny. I really enjoyed it. I liked the downtown parts specifically yeah. because it seems like they had a little more money to have the monsters run around town which we haven't seen that before we right and in, in, in shadowborg we got them walking around the desert and drew blew them up with the thunder stinger but like all of them running around downtown <laughs> smoke and flames and people running I, yeah that's a see nice that more like often. It, it's a good way of like world building like it makes you feel like okay they're in actual charterville it's like anytime we see the comic mm -hmm. shop it's like oh finally they exist outside of uh quarry a and wasteland b and <laughs> Manor. Yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> i think we knew like a long you know, 50 episodes ago <laughs> that we were going to probably really enjoy the shadow Warg episodes yeah. and really enjoy the season finale episodes yeah mm -hmm. we called it and, we called it way early yeah and so far that's how it's turned out because mm -hmm. last episode was pretty good. I know we gave it, I think like a four and a half or a five and Griffin, you said you gave it a four and like mm -hmm. even at a four, that's a high end of our rating system mm -hmm. since yeah. shadow board. Yeah. yeah. Shadow board. Okay. You're like, that's the high end of our, I'm like, is it? <laughs> well, like at you, at might, you might, yeah, he is right. I keep, I have my own thoughts are, just think of Shadowborg as a movie and base it more on right. the rest of the season. Uh, this wasn't a movie from what I remember. Like, it wasn't on VHS, this two-parter yeah. season finale. This is, like, part of the regular series. 
I would try and leave Shadowborg as kind of its own its own thing, kind of separate from all the others. Well, yeah, because yeah. we do plan on doing that. Yeah, because we do if plan you on separating it out, it was if just you, that... well, now's the time. We're at the end of season one, buddy. <laughs> no, I know. That's what I'm saying. We do plan, or we planned on separating it out. Yeah, I should say not do plan. We, we should board, we planned or, on. Uh, so we are Shadowborg. Where yeah, like we, yeah, we took it all, took stock, and was like, all right, now where do we go from here? What, what's what's our new normal? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, the time has come. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like if you compare any of this regular series to Shadowborg, you're going to be disappointed. So just oh, have yeah. that have 100%, that hundred that big yeah. six part series. Yeah, just don't compare it to like right no i mean it's yeah. it's it's the same for like any show you know you got season finales are better than normal episodes and specials are typically better than the finales yeah it's like right. the x-files had that had that movie that yeah. was canon to the mm. show and takes place between two seasons mm-hmm. but you can watch like they recap it at you can the watch the, of the movie of on its own season and get it was. Yeah. or you can watch the show and not watch the movie and yeah you've still you, seen all of x-files yeah, like, yeah. i don't know which one's thirsty for aliens <laughs> it's Mulder. it's always Mulder. <laughs> it's always Mulder. three typical average kids love to read their comic strip yeah wishing what they they could be big bad beetle boards Yeah, this is Bexor's last laugh, and we open up with real big Shadowborg, <laughs> Curse of the Shadowborg vibes, because we're in the middle of that, like, main street in Charterville. Mm-hmm. Smoking debris, and I can't see. It's Silent Hill, man. Yeah. It's Silent yeah. Hill, he's looking for his lost daughter. Pyramid Head's about to fuck some weird deformed nurse creature. <laughs> the, the three Beetleborgs are walking down the street. Singing who what did he did he don't get your blasters out we're gonna cap that ass <laughs> Borg Slayer won't you and other hit singles on our new album <laughs> such so as Beetle- Big Bad Beetleborgs Big Bad Beetleborgs and the Big Bad Beetleborgs theme song. <laughs> and the Big Bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> it's just different it's accentuation of the same right. song. If I was a boyfriend. <laughs> no, I want Typhus to do Kissed by a Rose. <laughs> it's Kiss from a Rose, yeah. Yes. There used to be a silent star in the sky. You became. I swear to God. Seal just woke. Seal just woke up from a cold sweat in his bed. Like, ah! the fuck was that? Oh, home studio just burst into flames. Uh, Griffin, you can't just casually murder me like that. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's having some trouble now. <laughs> oh, okay, buddy. Breathe. That, Daddy. Breathe the air. <laughs> air in good. Oh, air in good. <laughs> Aaron so, is good. He's a very sorry. good friend. I love Aaron him. is great. Yes. I've, been waiting, I've been waiting a long time to do this finale. So. Oh, yeah. yeah right. I'm going to waste all... it. <laughs> so yeah the, the beetleborgs are walking down the street and all of a sudden the magnivores are the three regular magnivores typhus jar three regular Yachty. magnivores <laughs> they're up on a rooftop fight some stupid kids the kids fire and, and they miss by like a yard and they hit the corner of the building uh 
it blows up. They keep making fun of the kids and they turn and around and there's <laughs> this horrible monster is still there because Borg Slayer is still the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> Take in my mass. <laughs> Some Kinji Ito shit. Mass. <laughs> uh, Wish I I was laughing at that Magnavore bit where they fire up at them from the street and they miss. Yeah, I would have yeah. liked Nox that could just be like, in and in a boo-boo, stick your head in doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> God, and- Wiper of other people's bottoms. I <laughs> laugh at you, blow my nose at you, and fart in your general direction. <laughs> God, this whole sequence of just it's it's American footage, so it's it like it looks really cool, and it's it's cool to see Borg Slayer like up close because they go in for close combat. We see his asshole. Right, it's really cool. <laughs> it's really <laughs> Drew pulls out the. Um, I'm all, I always mess this up because we don't see it very often. The, the blinger blogger board. The drill. Borg drill. The <laughs> stinger. Sonic, stinger. Stinger drill. Yeah. Yeah. Stinger drill. Wait, I thought uh, Roland had the stinger, dude. No, Drew has the He's, stinger blade and the stinger drill. Beetles yeah, don't have Roland, stingers. Roland's the green hunter. Yeah. Hunter claw. Yeah, hunter You're claw. Of oh, yeah, well. yeah. Scorpion. Green. <laughs> Go tell Saban. Green hunter, blue stinger, red striker. Right. Mm. Yeah, and they so he pulls out the, uh, the drill, and it, 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 like, just comes from the foreground of the screen, latches onto his arm because the real stinger drill was the one inside of us the whole time oh, it came from us the viewers mm-hmm. and viewers like you <laughs> he just kind of flies in from off screen and he yeah. shoots it it's so weird how he yeah. shoots a laser out of it because how is it any different from the thunder stinger right, right. i just wish they were melee weapons like they were in the original show yeah. <laughs> so much less melee as we're entering season two uh, one of my thoughts looking back is there is a lot less melee than I expected, given my experience with Sentai and Toku. Like, the weapons are the things you bust out after you your punches and kicks don't make them do the sparkies. <laughs> Sparky, yeah. You know, Sentai, Super Sentai, always has those sparks when they hit each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, I feel like they've sort of abandoned that here, like the they last did. half of season one. Yeah, I definitely feel like one of the things that changed after Shadowborg is that we're we see a lot of them pulling out the blasters and firing and even pulling out their their uh, other weapons and any of their other weapons and firing projectile mm-hmm. shots instead of getting up close and personal and, and attacking. And Go, CGI beam! It, it's like uh, they, they really took that one Indiana Jones scene to heart where the guy is like all gearing up with the, the, the one where Harrison scim- the scimitar. Had, like, food poisoning or and something he just, and he was just like, I can't do a sword fight. <laughs> <Bop>. <laughs> yeah. Just shoots the guy and walks off. I mean... Because yeah. it's it even works. this with firing the, uh, the, the stinger block. drill... Uh, Borg Slayer just launches the blast right back at him, and the stinger drill just flies off behind them and like yeah. bounces away like a toy. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like it's like a useless. Mad Cat's controller. Yeah, it, it just, bounces around like a piece of fucking plastic. Yeah, <laughs> like it's definitely a hollow oh, like vacuum. Shit, I dropped my Burger prop King and, toy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you think the least they could do is like I don't know, put some weights in one end of it to like give it some sort of. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. They didn't want to harm the prop, though. <laughs> right. That's, <laughs> because that's they will. 
effectively one good swing with actual weight to it would have just flunk out well as you know we gotta make a new one the bond shows don't much like uh investing into original content (laughs) not terribly they can avoid it no i sort of had a revelation with our discussion a minute ago about the sparks i honestly don't think american footage the american footage never i honestly don't remember any of the american fights ever having those sparks i think that's all just kind of the japanese footage yeah, right. yeah, even I, even with the melee weapons, I don't think they ever yeah. did it. Mostly I, just the hand to hand stuff, punches and kicks, and the exactly. American fights. Yeah. I, I don't think, especially with the with the the um, kablams and kablows and yeah, <laughs> the shit. <Ouch. laughs> yeah, yeah, crack, pretty, blammo. Now that we're talking crack about out. it, I'm pretty sure that the uh, like all the explosions stuff, like because they're all projectiles, so it'd be like you know in this in the Sentai, it would be like. Uh, real stuff whereas in american they just use special effects so they're like all right sparking only happens with explosions because this is murica (laughs) yeah that's fair Uh, like that's one of the things everybody remembers about sentai they're like oh yeah everyone sparks when you hit them yeah yeah that's that's the fun yeah and i imagine there's probably a budget tannerite all over the (laughs) (laughs) there's probably a, a budget thing to what you know the effect that the the practical effect of making that explosion versus just putting a a you know something in from After Effects. <laughs> I'd also like to point yeah. out if Saban is listening to this, uh, <laughs> which right. I know he is. Um, yeah, of course, I'm so the avid just viewer. <laughs> just to point out, your purple guns that look ridiculous did nothing to cut down on gun violence or child-related gun injuries at all. So maybe think about that next time you make a show. A for an effort, Hiam. <laughs> Honestly, though, like if I brought the red gun to work, I don't think anyone battled I. If I brought that silver gun to work, people would freak out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is much more to scale than like the Power Ranger blaster that has a dinosaur head on the front. <laughs> I also forgot he's not in the Midwest where it might be a completely completely normal for somebody just coming to work with a gun that is true yeah i do <laughs> yeah. work in a lot of that places for fair. watching that someone just has what looks like the sonic laser blaster on their head <laughs> oh dude is that a prop this is a glock <laughs> yeah but for i don't know because like comic cons have that where it's like oh yeah you put an orange tip on it or whatever yeah. like you, you could at least do that I don't know. I don't know. This, this is all assuming we're in a different world where, like, <laughs> gun shit isn't a problem in America. <laughs> We've never been up against this kind of power. That's just the beginning, Beetle Boys. Quick, we gotta regroup. We need some help. Come on, let's get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. So who knows? We cut ahead to uh, Hill. We're back at Hillhurst, and uh, we're we're getting this weird huh. computer. Um, P- like uh, really computer really organ so piano setup again and Franken Beans right. is <laughs> just, part of you. just like part of he walks over and I, <laughs> I don't really know why he walks over and unplugs it I know he says it's dinner time Flabber hush <laughs> but I don't know why he had to unplug the computer doing the <laughs> Wait, sequence that was what he said right. it was a little yeah. quiet in my headphone I seriously thought he was like shh go to bed shut <laughs> sleep just die I can't let you do this Hal <laughs> oh, no, he's Hal uh, I can't let you Dave. do that Dave hell yeah brother so <laughs> You were trying to describe this scene, Cam, and it was kind of mm-hmm. pathetic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Fucking put him on blast! I'm going to remake that meme I made earlier. So he's, he's dead. So the, 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 it's dinner time at Hillhurst. You can't see him, but he's dead. Because he's dead. We don't have a host anymore. Everybody go home. Wait, who's dead? I killed someone. You just killed him. It was, it was a little. Oh my blood. god! He died. He exploded. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly cut screen. <laughs> so yeah, they're feeding <laughs> dinner to Flabber, who's still stuck in the organ. <laughs> just, yeah, just and it, right it, it looks like the the organ uh, computer's been a little like a little fucked up since last episode. But we we pan over, and uh, I guess Frankie Beans just puts the computer away because fuck Flabber. And the, all of the <laughs> pulls the plug. Right? <laughs> Bye, nerd. Shivo. <laughs> Terry Shivo. You were good, are... Flabber, but Frankie Beans is better. You die. <laughs> they're all like, they're garnishing something on the table, and it, it takes a little bit for it to pan just right. <laughs> something. Our, our establishing shot is just naked feet with those. Little turkey things, the things you put on the feet of turkeys, the little, little pillowy yes. white things. I don't know if they even serve oh, no, a purpose. It is pillowy white things. Yeah, we yeah. just see the feet first. Oh, no, uh, yeah, yeah so so Quentin Tarantino like... directed this one scene. <laughs> I got Quentin. In. Yeah, we see his feet, and then it pans over. We see it's art with an apple in his mouth and pineapple, pineapple slices on his, on his ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> pineapple on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, uh, you know, they're like cracking pepper over him, and they're salting him. And yeah, they're talking about how they're, you know, all the kid the kids are out trying to save Charterville so they can't bug us. And there's a weird, I mean, these kind of scenes are always weird, Dumb. but they, they like it's not weird. the scene, sorry. Fangula stops dumb. and says something like uh, it sounds like our, our dinner's trying to say something. And Mums takes the apple out of his mouth and then he just like puts it back in. And it's like, okay, I guess that was funny. And uh, what, well, what is the last monsters chasing the kids scene of season one? Uh, <laughs> Thank fucking God, because I haven't seen it enough time. Actually, no, there's no time to celebrate. You know, they're going to do it some more in season two. Yeah, <laughs> this is they're not something that's changing in season back. two, I'm sure. When we were watching the episode, I was... I said, fuck's sake. <laughs> and I'm over here. I was like, stop enabling them. Quit running. Kid, you you the can kids. snap them like twigs. For fuck's sake, they're fucking junkies. <laughs> kids never right, learn. <laughs> right. Just right. once. Just once I'd like. I don't know. I just wish there was someone else for them to chase and they wouldn't chase the kids I, we need right. josh no that's, <laughs> that's, josh. that's really nice whenever we get those episodes where it has that tertiary uh hillher side character um but yeah. unfortunately those typically are episodes in which don't they don't rely on the two plot lines converging heavily and as we've seen since this is all one big storyline like the monsters are involved and everything uh it, it they'd they don't get the that secondary love. They're yeah. stuck with the Beetle Brats, and it yeah, makes no yeah. sense every single time. I'm all time. right with them chasing around a guest 
character right like that's fine like, like archaeologists with their pants down b yeah <laughs> yeah pizza delivery guy with his pants down a <laughs> or the band from monster rock like i loved it yeah. when they chased oh, them around hell yes but like they have to chase the guest people around and the kids it's it's too much i really yeah. wish yeah. they would have cut back i just no, wish the kids and the monsters could be friends, but we're right. at the end of season one, and we're still not there. Uh, if this was an anime, there would be a begrudging amicability between them. They'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> you're all right, kids," but like, "Oh, I wish I could eat you," but I'm not. He's not gonna actually act on it. He just make like the offhand comment about them being morsels, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll be cool with it, and it would have been fun. Yeah, it's it's at this point, it's been it's lame every episode, <laughs> and it's timers? just annoying. <laughs> what, what is it? A uh, 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 team rocket. <laughs> But yeah, so the kids get chased again, and the the monsters uh, run off into uh, oh, the uh, actually watched it rotating um, the rotating bookshelf. I don't know why yeah. that word was escaping me. Zikandu back. Nick, Nick, just we're. I'm not gonna show this on the podcast, but like, what are you talking about back there? So how about that Jewish space laser? Oh, God. <laughs> so about the fuck saw. Have you heard of the fuck saw? <laughs> so, Jesus. so the kids run over and they're, they're freeing, uh, <laughs> they're freeing art fortunes from the table. They're undoing his, his ties on his ankles. They're getting uh, them off the sex swing. It's, yeah. All that's all that good stuff. And uh, Roland's like, Oh no, the, the computer, like, so they undid the computer. We can't get Flabber out. No, he literally no, says the computer setup is like destroyed. Like he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, trash. He came in. Yeah, he said it was trashed. Frankie came in and it was just drunk the laptop. Yeah, and then said no, it, it was drunk. They they poured a whole uh, liter of vodka down its its gullet, and so they need to give it coffee before it can operate again. That's the <laughs> problem. That's what happens. Two it's shots trash. of yeah. vodka, a liter. <laughs> oh oh the meme the meme i no you do you want to know why that's really embarrassing for me not three hours ago did a woman send that to me on a dating app <laughs> not three hours i had just seen that gif and i should have immediately known and i am sorry two shots of vodka you know taking shots these these monsters are that for knowing Flabber as long as they have, their blatant disregard for his well-being while trying to feed him is is shocking. Is they're, 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 they're pieces of shit to him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which, so uh, we've seen like a sort of, more like what we would have expected with the, the Beetle Brats and the Monsters, a sort of begrudging alliance between the two. Like they're all on the same team if it's Hillhurst on the line, mm -hmm. basically. So like they all love their home but they do dick with each other a lot that's like all they have to do because they're just stuck in this house all day so i think it's like that and i i, I think that if he had continued to be stuck in the organ we would have seen like two episodes later they'd be like man so shit kind of sucks without him huh <laughs> we uh our taxes are due and i don't know what the fuck a w2 is <laughs> yeah it <laughs> It definitely well, feels like a. have a 1099. <laughs> <laughs> so we we uh, we end up going back to. Uh, I keep wanting to say the category. Reality. It's not those. It's, gravity. It's the, Sorry, uh, the graveyard. <laughs> and yeah, graveyard. Uh, we get kind of a cool little setup here where Nucus is talking to the Magnivores and Vexor, and he's got 
a uh, ten point plan obviously... on how to recover the economy, written on written Romney style. <laughs> That's the one. He he's got like the actual playset of the Beetle Battle Base. Uh, oh, and 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 uh, um, uh, Borg Slayer's there too, which is like in, in all his disturbing glory. Yeah, seeing Borg Slayer in other sets than in the middle of a street is weird. That's a <laughs> That's a fucking big suit. Yeah, it gives a <laughs> lot more scale to them. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there's five God, five of these it. bad boys all in the same mm-hmm. shot: Jara, Typhus, Noxic, Vexer, and Nucus, and Borg Slayer in that spooky yeah, the graveyard. Whole NWA crew. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, it's a it's <laughs> it's uh, I mean, we, grandma. like the we see the graveyard <laughs> relatively often. But it's it's always cool when you see like the monster of the week or uh, you know someone like Shadowborg or uh, Borg Slayer or Nucus in that like the above ground graveyard set. I and agree. They're they're talking about how they've got to get rid of the uh, Beetle Battle Base. That's the first thing because then they can't call the AVs. Uh, and uh, Nucus is describing this plan. Vexor's just going along with it because Vexor's uh, previously had been the only one with half decent plans now right like grow big let the borgs hug me and die that's like the one solid yeah and uh <laughs> nucus has like actually good plans but has such good plans. yeah like grow big don't let them hug me and don't die <laughs> yeah like his plans are so good that how he's... good are they pretty good <laughs> Shut he's, up, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a plan to get rid of the rest of the Magnavores. We don't really completely know that yet, but it, it's getting clearer and clearer the more that he talks about what they're going to do. And uh, as they're describing getting rid of this uh, Beetle Battle Base, we just see Borg Slayer's hand crush the toy version of it. And it's like, I mean, it's a pretty cool shot of... A big meaty claw. <laughs> right. Like, big meaty. It, yeah. And it's. Oh, I, I, I was I was tensed up ready for that one. And that's what I love is that that yeah. that uh, yeah, uh, no ruined release. orgasm. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. It's weird seeing Nucus talking with the Magnivores <laughs> because even though we don't completely know how it's going to go in the next couple episodes, we know how it's going to go in the yeah. next couple episodes. I, I've been yeah. spoiled for the major plot points that lead into season two. Yeah. Or the, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was right. But he just, he like gives off such strong, like star scream vibes. Of like, <laughs> yes, master, of course, master. But he's like very clearly winking to the camera, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like, <laughs> like, like you know, like, like a broken boom box, like yes. star scream do. <laughs> A little Assuming, bit like I don't Noxic. Know, I've never seen a Transformer. <laughs> Starscream sounds a little like Noxic, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Very, very whiny <laughs> voice. A little bit of a Boston, Boston accent. Yeah, like, like Scout from TF2. Yes. No. Punchable. Yeah, very punchable <laughs> voice. So yeah, they're, they're, uh, this is their plan now. They're going to get rid of the Beetle AVs. They're going to get rid of the Beetle Battle Base. Uh, we're hearing They're breaking this. new ground totally. Like, yeah, when did Vexer ever do that? Right? Yeah, he never is... accounted for the AVs or anything. No. Yeah, I made the joke when we were watching it. It's like the one uh scab was like, Oh, geez, maybe we should have tried actually aiming for it at one point because <laughs> it just takes one shot and the whole thing just <laughs> you mean the jet fighters? Yeah, 
Okay, not scabs. Those are the ground troops. <laughs> Is there a difference? Because they look the same. Scabs assumed scabs like scabs are. Well, uh, well Magnavore jet fighters is such a mouthful, and it's no, already full of next cop. Just the like, jets. They're yeah, the, the fucking jets. jets then, just like New York. But <laughs> just you know, you know, in the Buffalo. In B Fighter, the scabs drive the jets. Remember that? Yeah. 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 yeah That's what I'm yeah. basing my information on. Is that not the same in, in Beetleborgs? I, I think we only they never the, show the scabs. Oh my god. So that was jets. just a B Fighter memory. This yeah. whole time yeah. I've been thinking yeah. that we've I, seen pilot shots of them. I, I don't think we ever ever see nope. in pilot shots wow and it was just pearl harbor i mean jet, <laughs> japan the whole time they censored it they didn't want to show the the jets blowing up and with the knowledge that the scabs are in there you know that what makes I mean? sense yeah that's fair yeah <laughs> i'm still maintaining that there are scabs in there as a head cannon just like because it's fun imagining all these i agree it's cooler that the way scabs are in there a little Polaroids, ah! and wives and like by my wife, I love almost Juso. anytime they change something from the Japanese version to America, it's always for the worse of it. Like, yeah, it's always better in the Japanese version, right? Yeah, there's like the one thing might be, um, oh, it's Guru, um, the weird, uh, the weird guy, beetle, the weird beetle, not the one who gives them on. the beetle powers. Yeah, and right, right. Like right. I don't, I don't yeah. know how much better that is than Flabber and the oh, Hillers monsters. Flabber's like way better, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. No, Flabber's way better than the giant horrifying Furby man. <laughs> Although now, if because in the context of Bee Fighter, I thought that it made more sense. Yeah, Bee Fighter, he, but he was he was a neat yes. character because I like that, especially in Sentai's. Like I know it's a very childish one but uh was it a uh, zoo ranger the original uh zoo ranger that's that's from um the one where they're in the jungle with the animal powers it's oh, not ju- it's not zoo ranger it's z like with a zoo ranger so yeah, like i said yeah zoo ranger. Zoo ranger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 ryan had it okay <laughs> okay apparently cameron you can't be trusted with the information you're supposed to be more expert than me at. No, it's one of the few Sentais I've actually like watched most of the way through because I'm more of a, a Toku Common Rider fan. But uh, I had a point. Oh, that because they, they had the weird cat guru guy. That was yeah, the mentor was character. Their Zordon, if you will, or Flabber, I guess, would be the more appropriate association since that's what we're comparing them to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Flabber, we cut back to Hillhurst and. The kids are talking to Flabber in the pipe organ. They're they're specifically describing to Art what's going on. Art is clearly holding the balled up piece of paper that has the drawing of Nukas on it. Well, it doesn't ball it up until they start directly talking about him because he's just holding it. Right. right? He's just he's and then he's he's holding it. it, Oh, he's like yeah, he's he's not explaining this information, but he he asks the kids like, well, how did you get Flabber out in the first place? And Joe starts describing. We walked it. in and went bonk bonk, and then he popped out of the fight. <laughs> they, they just did the exact same thing they did without you know yeah, ever, ever trying this into before. the damn organ, and then they go ah, and then he popped out. Yeah, and it's it's like okay, I mean that's a good bit because it's whatever. I guess it bring everything full circle because that's how Joe got him out the first place well you should have realized a joe that, that is that is how joe game. got him out in the first place it is not how this when joe got him out in the first place fair enough this joe is a stranger and not welcome in my home <laughs> imposter <laughs> although to be fair i i know that we get a, a somewhat 
curiously large reach with the people who are associated with the show and people who see your content like that. Uh, so, uh, uh, new Joe's actress, if you're watching, I don't personally have anything against you. It's just a funny joke. Yeah. Yeah. And it's after, also, I like weird. old Joe better. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be real weird going into the next season and having an entire season with with uh, this actress and with no oh god to have the same amount of time the, as, as we have with what shannon was that the original shannon chandler was the original yeah. and Brittany um murphy this is her first role Brittany murphy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. connor zuski connor zuski yep ah. uh it's a fun name it, we get so we those flapper pops Brittany back murphy out is luann from king Oh yeah, and also that one chick from Clueless that uh, no one no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Flabber coming out of the organ is is like Understood. a really cool uh, effect of like the organ, uh, like don't pause there. Stop pausing <laughs> after organ. Stop it. The pipe is dispelling him. <laughs> it's better and worse. <laughs> and then a bat flew out of nowhere. We swirled around, bumped into the organ, found the keys. Flabber Dimension Control, we have the top. Flabber has entered the building. The pipe spits him out like a like a hairball. It's like like me after a date. He goes. <laughs> yeah it's uh all they had to do was give that pipe a hangover and he would come out <laughs> pour alcohol down the up, down the pipe, down the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> it just out. yeah they're flabbers back out and they there's not like a ton for them to explain but there's enough to explain yeah because they didn't believe him when he was closeted anyway they're like we know that you're pansexual it doesn't matter we don't care and he's like okay i guess i accept it and it's like cool but we still never cared like i'm glad you're you're with it though he's real loud about it it's a little weird sorry is that what that was about i don't know (laughs) did we talk about how like he's in there with the pipettes like cam said that (laughs) i thought i thought it was gone yeah and i i was like (laughs) He's probably in the recycle bin of the computer, along with the pipettes. <laughs> yeah, right. where all the deleted files go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, Rick was talking about the tablet they used to compile all of the special effects and how there were like three buttons or four, I guess it was like forward, back, save, and delete. Yeah, and it's like the Flabber was in in the delete <laughs> section of that tablet. Did, have we seen the pipettes in Shadowborg? Has it no. been that long? It, no. Uh, or close. Wait, they got rid of them really early on. It, yeah, yeah, it was really early. It, it might have been a f- like one or two episodes shortly after it. Yeah, I, I think we, we saw them a long time briefly in the Christmas episode, which was after Shadowport. Uh, I uh, think yeah, yeah, yeah. might have gotten them one more time, but certainly not. In Christmas a long episode time. was the one where Flabber uh, uh, popped his head onto a, an elf lawn ornament, right? Yes. Yes. It okay. Is. Yeah. Um, nightmares about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have flabber back yeah and so i just flabber. wish i wanted this to be a like a touching moment i was like you're back it worked well, to be fair oh we missed you you're the he, best flabber he does touch a lot he, he hugs <laughs> drew very closely for a long time and everyone like he's really cool I with it you too. why don't and they all hug 
Nick yeah. just like literally <laughs> sexually assaulted me. Uh, a big group hug at that moment would have been good. It's weird though, because Drew looks uncomfortable really fast. Yeah. Like it's, it's what it's what they said. It's something about what they said that that I mean, that, that. But if you're, you know, if you're not paying attention, it's hugging a hundreds of year old phasm. But uh, or, or anybody. if you're not paying attention to the scene, it does look like Drew is just like really uncomfortable. Right. Like maybe while he's hugging Flabber, like maybe Flabber got a little rise and Drew noticed. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, his nose is up there. <laughs> wait a minute the, the other thing that like weirds me out about this scene is and, and i know it's partially intentional um but it just like feels like a weird writing decision i guess of uh, art like kind of unfolds the the drawing of nucus and then folds it back up and flabber sees out of the corner of his eye and like makes kind of a quizzical look and then that's when we cut scenes but the whole like art withholding information of what's going on from the kids and especially flabber because we we saw in shadowborg and even in i think at least one episode after yeah, that they're jail buds yeah they they interacted so much around that time and they were so close <laughs> like i don't know to me that That's was well. like a weird i don't really know i know it's been a while since we've seen art but well, maybe that's how Flabber picked up on it in the first place. He was so aware of his besties' uh, uh, mannerisms that he's like basically a lie detector. Kind of, kind of like how I can tell whenever uh, you fart. You know, I can always ah, tell yeah. when it's yours. Not funny. I mean, that's weirder, but it's weirder but similar. <laughs> Same but different. Fair. Uh, art keeps art keeps Nukas a secret from the kids, so we can have the scene later where he shows up and they're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> right, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's it's implied that he feels guilty, but the reality is that. Yeah, I agree. No, no, he, it, it's yeah. so odd for him to like not tell them that. Yeah, yeah. Launch the Magnavore fighter jet! We, we come back to the uh, the cemetery. Nucus and uh, uh, Borgslayer are... with the Saurus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Nucus and, and Borgslayer are calling in the Magnavore jet fighters. And we get, we, we thought might be some new footage, but also a ton of, it's pretty much every shot of the jet fighters flying in that we've had so far is spliced into this episode, I think. Yeah. Because it's, it's quite a few excluding the shots of them fighting the uh, beetle avs since those don't appear um well they kind of there there was one (laughs) shot there was one shot where we all went oh like right yeah it's like the aerial the helicopter i think they filmed it with of it flying toward the house and you see the shadows of the jets as we're flying toward the house and uh like (laughs) It does look very similar to aerial shots we've had before of like the orchard, but I think they just added some new overlaying effects for like the lasers. I think that was the only thing that was new was for the uh, the lasers firing at the house. I think so because yeah. originally, whenever we went, we got to it. I was like, "Oh, this is a new shot." You went, "No, it's not." Like both, like all three of you. I'm like, "Ah, I see." I'm <laughs> yeah. No one fuck yourself. <laughs> it's no it's, one you off the show. <laughs> it's one of those that's, that's close enough Goodbye. to 
uh, it's either a shot that we've seen before or it's a version of a shot that we've seen before. But this whole time that the this whole time that the Magnavore jet fighters are attacking Hillhurst, we're getting some cool shots of Art and Flabber and the kids uh, experiencing the, the shaking in the house. Shake, rattle, and roll. Yep. And uh, the kids are like, well, fuck it. Time to Borg. <laughs> they, and they Borg. Yeah, and they Borg. And our what? song is no. 61. Oh, my God! <laughs> That's how old I was when I lost my virginity. Yeah, that was the one. Barely legal! <laughs> <laughs> like last episode it's a lot of american footage of the suits this time and and presumably because we're not going to be seeing them for much longer after this episode a veritable smorgasbord if you will yeah so they immediately run out of hillhurst what normally would be a pretty standard scene of them calling up the beetle battle base and (laughs) hey you up (laughs) it raises out of the orchard like we've seen we get a unique shot to this episode of well, well, one, we get a cool shot of the Magnavore jet fighters firing their stinger things off. And then we get a shot of the Beetle Battle Base sitting in the middle of the orchard and it just gets fucking nuked. Yeah. It, yeah, it just gets know, one shot and that's it for the battle base and yeah. the AVs. It's and completely just glossed over. I didn't notice this until Cameron was replaying the scene here and paused it, but no, the fire good. effect actually is applied to each individual tree in this orchard here. Like that tree's on fire, that tree's on fire, that tree, they all have their own little like burn lines going up. It's, it's not perfect, but like, I'm not asking for it to be. It's not Zack Snyder's Justice League <laughs> I'm looking at. It definitely feels like they had <laughs> uh, like just enough more budget for these last two episodes to kind of like all just nudge the effects a little budget. bit more. Cut to uh, uh, more Ooh. Japanese footage. They still have Gargantus, so they're going to call him out, and he starts plowing for, through the forest. For the viewers like me that forgot what the fuck that was called, that's whenever all of the AVs come together into the essentially the Megazord of the Beetle Bros or Borgs. Yeah. But <laughs> that, well, that, 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 that's an option for Gargantus, but he can fire a cannon on his own. Yeah, he's the guy. He's still got his nuke from orbit option. But they need the AVs to ride on top to form the uh, super mega laser cannon. Yeah, right. you know. <laughs> And um, uh, can we just touch on how the Beetle Battle Base blows up from fucking jet fighters? Yeah. No, just, it was kind of pathetic. Just one. It was one shot from one fighter. Two uh-huh. of them landed in the surrounding area. One of them made contact, and the entire thing went down like it was 9 11. Yeah. One of the missiles connects with the base, and it blows up like an apartment building. It was pathetic. <laughs> I saw Fight Club. I know how they blow up. In my old apartment building. It really looks like they were going for something like in some of the earlier Power Ranger seasons, they have the, the Megazords get destroyed and 
that's like a really emotional scene of like the, the Megazords falling into like a fiery crack in the earth or something like that, or them falling apart the at the scenes. Of the right. And it, it's like it bears a lot of weight because like kids and the characters. This this isn't a patch on that uh that episode of Power Rangers, <laughs> the right. Megazords being destroyed. Yeah, this meant really nothing. I mean, we see the AVs fairly frequently, mm-hmm. but it's still I mean, we've watched these episodes every week for a while. We sure fucking have. <laughs> we don't have the emotional <laughs> attachment to the AVs. So I don't, maybe a, I'm sure a kid would have more than us, but I don't know if a kid would have enough that it would really matter. I don't think kids, even at the time, would even, the episode doesn't provide them with enough time to really soak in the moment of the battle base that we've known is now gone, along with the AVs as well just in a in an instant like yeah. one missile just completely discarded it and that's it so uh, well right. and and that you mention it uh thinking about it because we're, we're on a binging mind frame we're, we're in 2021 we we are used to absorbing content much faster than it used to be put out so like as a kid watching this like what i assume weekly new episodes this seems like one of those catch the new episode Sunday on Fox Kids. Yeah. You know, you'd, you'd be waiting maybe not too much longer than we do per episode, but you'd also have reruns and you'd be absorbing content and you'd be going to school. Like you'd, you'd be having stuff between then. Yeah. So like everything that's kind of a sort of an object permanence to us, we, we're keeping in real time because this is like, this is a, a, a like basically like a job. Like we're paying attention to this. We're doing it meticulously and on purpose. Yeah. I feel like if I was casually watching this, I'd, I'd probably, yeah, I'd yeah. forget a lot more and I, I'd care less. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of caring less, what looked like there might be some neat shots of the, the kids up on one hillside and Borg Slayer up on another hillside. Which made them both look huge. Yes. Uh, he is attacking Gargantus and he's going to destroy it. The destruction shot for Gargantus when he explodes and falls apart. <laughs> It's not the right shot because we see the explosions. And then if you look at the shot, the beetle AVs are combined with Gargantus in the actual explosion when he like raises off the ground. Yeah, it's really Um, weird. So a little bit of an editing nitpick there, but. Okay, so (laughs) Gargantus mows down all the jet fighters and he shoots also at Borg Slayer and Borg Slayer just laughs. And it has like a shield around his body, so I think he absorbs the he absorbs the rocket from Borgargantis, and then throws it back at him. Ah, uh, so I think it's Borg. I'm pretty sure it's Borg Slayer that slayed Gargantis. Okay, so it is a Bor- okay, so that makes more. That's better than the Beetle Battle Base. Then that's- it does. Yeah, the Gargantis actually did something. <laughs> right. Right, and we do get a kind of a neat shot. It's B fighter footage, but we get a neat shot of one of the cockpits. Uh, sparking and blowing up we do get some some new shots of civilians running through the street as the magnivore jet fighters are attacking and some uh some neat explosion effects that are definitely from b fighter and 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 we get a mailman dave in his ptsd ridden trance escaping them yeah yeah he's definitely having a panic attack just then they're in the sky they're in the sky charlie's in the trees it's cool to see shots like this, like we did in Shadowborg, where it's a lot of extras and it feels like it's in a real world. Um, oh my God, we're losing Typhus soon. Well, I mean, yes, we're approaching that moment. 
Well, it um, just hit me. Yeah, I know. Okay. Like he's using the scene, and I'm like, oh my breathe, god. Breathe. Yeah. Who, who, Save it. Who's who's gonna <laughs> thirst after the grandma? We haven't seen the grandma that much either for a while. I know she's no, only in the opening credits. Yeah, I, I, I know she's like, technically still in the show. But hold that thought, soldier. Did I give you permission to quit? <laughs> <laughs> we still got two more scenes. <laughs> what will happen to Borg Slayer if by some small chance he is eliminated? Give it up, baby. Spit it out. Well, due to the extreme energies in Borg Slayer, there would be a swirling vortex in the 3D reality. And you just forgot to tell us about that? There is a small chance there might be some residual effect sucking in other things from the comic book reality. The Magnivores, Vexor, and, and Nukas are up on the rooftop again, and they're they're scheming, they're talking about all this stuff, and the monster's like, okay, but what happens when Borg Slayer gets defeated? Like, what's the end game here? And Well, Selma Hayes going to defeat him by putting her feet in his mouth and pouring champagne. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Nukas is like, <laughs> kind of like, like tentatively explaining, but also trying not to like let the cat out of the bag that, yeah, okay, so when Borg Slayer gets defeated, there's going to be a big... Either like, fire cat or cataclaws. Sorry, you got to make it relevant. Okay, well, when, when cataclaws is let out of the bag. Exactly. And that's the one. Uh, Nukas is like, yeah, there's us. there's, <laughs> there's going to be like kind of a vortex of energy and stuff <laughs> too. <laughs> and some stuff might get pulled back into the comics. Mm -hmm. And the Magnavers are like, by some stuff, <laughs> do you mean us? And he's like, I mean you. <laughs> I mean, fuck you, fuck maybe. you, you're cool, fuck you. But it's, it's only a chance. He's he's really being like, no, like Borg's like, I, not going to be defeated. I mean, defeated. it's a 100% it's a chance, but a chance nonetheless. Right. <laughs> and it's, uh, Vexor's like, nope, no, 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 fuck it. This is my guy. We're going all he's in. He's got this. Oh, yeah, we're going all in. <laughs> I like his vibes. He can go on. <laughs> He was vibing with me to Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed earlier, so it is cool. Yeah. We both hate Scrappy-Doo! <laughs> we get a few more, uh, a little bit more battle shots. Cameron, hold on. Yeah. My least favorite scene in the whole episode. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh -oh. Yeah. My Vexer isn't this stupid. Nukas actually says, there's a chance that some comic book elements could also be sent back into the comics if Borg Slayer is defeated. Oh, you mean like us? Nukas is like, oh, there's a small chance. And like the Megavores aren't having any of this. And then stupid Daddy Vexor is like, that's a chance I'm willing to take. <laughs> <laughs> some of you may die. He's <laughs> <laughs> Farquaad. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for Farquaad. Yeah, it's it, it brought the it brought the character of Exor way down for me. Oh, for sure. Yes. Oh, he just yeah, he he's being played, he's being played by this guy, and he doesn't see any of it. And my Vexor isn't this. My Vexor wouldn't fall for it. <laughs> no, no. I, I think all of us can agree that like the Vexor we we're imagining is like going along with it at the time, but is also plotting something else and would ultimately get the upper hand, which, right. as we know, is not the reality. No. Yeah. It, it's definitely, he's like, I don't know. It's he, he should because, be like Norman Osborn yeah. directing the Sinister Six. You know, I'm something of a Vexor myself. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you. Oh god. <laughs> I'm gonna have to make that, but with Nucus's face over the <laughs> oh, so, my hot dog uh, containers. <laughs> oh no. Back uh, to uh, the fight on the ground. Yeah, a little bit more ground fight footage back in that same city street. Over there! Looking for trouble! <laughs> You're going back to the drawing board, Borg Slayer! That's big talk coming from such tiny beetle squeaks! I keep realizing that Borg Slayer's mouth like moves and articulates and I, I hate it even I hate it more every time I see it. Yeah, uh, it's a regular Jim Henson nightmare. Yeah, it's horrendous. <laughs> uh, the kids try their sonic lasers like that doesn't do shit. <laughs> so they try their beetle battlers and that doesn't do shit. All still doing ranged weapon attacks with this. There's no melee attacks except So I started weapons. blasting. Yeah, all that. Drew goes, "All right, like fuck it, fuck him up mode time. Time to grow jets." <laughs> What's interesting is that Vexor eggs him on and tells him, why don't you try the Slender Stinger? Yeah, mm. and like... Which, uh, why would you listen to Vexor? Right. Like, I get that, you know, Vexor presumably is like, I like nothing is going to do anything against this monster. Uh, or on the, the flip side, maybe he's thinking, ha, huh, I'd like to see this idiot get toasted. That's, yeah. Maybe. Unlikely. Not realistic, (laughs) but that's what I want to hope to believe. The point is, with each thing they try, like, Borg Slayer just absorbs their blasts. Or or deflects it back like Yoda with Palpatine's Force Lightning. Yeah. Yeah. And they try a little bit of hand-to-hand combat, and it's... it's, But ultimately, he won't come unless it's full penetration. I can't believe they even attempted to choreograph a fight with this big puppet with two arms oh it's right. fucking weird like, <laughs> it's yeah it had to have been awkward didn't work for me with. yeah it definitely feels like i, I mean because the the board slayer suit really only moves in like the jaw and the arms it doesn't walk around much at all it just glides menacingly <laughs> like, i'm sure it weighs like you know half a ton so right. you're there. not really gonna want to <laughs> do much <laughs> it looks like maybe there's three guys under there puppeteering yeah, right they, two I think. at the minimum two at the minimum yeah this thing's enormous job. <laughs> yeah and not a one person <laughs> we we go from from that fight the kids are doing jack shit as far as damage to borg slayer they're losing and, yeah yeah dudley is driving trip and van we haven't seen trip and van for forever forever yeah, it's been a while that's one of my notes is Where's the goddamn cast? Right. And then at the end of the season finale, the last third of it, <laughs> there yeah, they dude, are. They, they were somewhat. Like, oh yeah, they're there. In, uh, Borg Slayer, like Shadowborg. Ev- or Shadowborg. Yeah, <laughs> we had every like you get yeah. Heather and and you get new character Josh. <laughs> yeah, we and it's just he- like they've they've Heather been abandoned. Which I did know that was spoiled to me that they were a part of this finale. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that kind of pissed me off because I'm like, well. <laughs> Would like to be surprised. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're in the, uh, I guess it's a limousine. It's, it's a town car. Yeah. Like they're out of town. I think he's taking them away from town. I think yeah, that's like the, they, they sound like they're talking about getting far away. Yeah, they're bailing. Escaping the madness. Right. I'm leaving assuming California before it breaks off into the ocean. There are parents <laughs> who are probably having an affair with each other. Um, <laughs> I know that Van is short for Vanderbeek. I didn't know what oh trip is short for God. though. Yeah, trip is short for something. Uh tryptophan. It was like a <laughs> anyway. This uh, scene, yeah. the scene yeah. also doesn't work for me because how does Nukas know where these two kids are? And furthermore, why them? 
Why does right, he need right. them to tell them? Yeah, it's, he's, he's it's just all in the middle of the road to so, stop the car right at the same at the right time. We know that Flavers' powers work he's oddly, and that's the source of bringing him car. out of the drawing he was in. It has to be that like intent. So I think intent has to have a large part of that. So I think that this, I think Nucus was literally a written Deus Ex Machina, as like. Yeah, yeah, he just knows. Like he's 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 a smart guy. He's got yeah. an IQ of Little six thousand. You know, yeah. he's been sitting out by beside that fucking road for eight hours today, <laughs> stopping every car until he got to right. Trippin' Man, it's, and then the cameras started. It's rolling. like a deleted Terminator Two scene. <laughs> yeah, it it is. I mean, we haven't really seen Lucas go all out yet, so like the range of his powers are pretty nebulous right now. He could be flabber level powerful. Right. He could be a full on horny bastard <laughs> and not just the semi pokey one we've seen. Right. So we think he's going to eat to the kids or something that villains would do, but he just opens the back door and is like, oh I need you to send a message to the Beetleborgs. Tell them to triangulate their attack so that they can win because they're losing like little bitches. It's stupid well, is what it is. <laughs> this is, I, I, watched, I watched the whole, I watched every episode of Beetleborgs a couple of years ago on Netflix. And I had the same reaction watching it today is why does Nukas need specifically Trip and Van to go tell them? Or what did he just ask them because it was convenient well it's never really explained right because i mean if he was like out in the middle of like they were having a fight and he's all triangulate your positions (laughs) 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 or something (laughs) i don't think it'd come across too well yeah i don't think they'd do it yeah and i guess nukas can't tell the beetleborgs i i guess he asked two humans to go help the beetleborgs because the Beetleborgs, they wouldn't, Beetleborgs wouldn't trust Nukas. Right. Yeah. yeah. What? That's what I meant by like, if he was out there just like trying to, like, you triangulate your positions. Cause you'd have to do that because he can't just be like, oh, for the love of, triangulate your fire. <laughs> While Vex like, was sitting next say? to him like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's, uh, Dudley just drives through the middle of this same street that they're all getting their shit. On right the sidewalk here. hitting pedestrians. It's a madhouse. <laughs> And they drive up, roll the window down, say, like, you got to triangulate your shot. And they drive off. They just drive right past Borg Slayer. Like, it just, like, within a, a yard or two of the giant fucking monster. Right. That's and destroying stop, the town. Roll down the window, shout some shit, and then drive right on by. Yeah. And right through the quarry. At this point, the kids still have their Beetle Battlers out. Drew is still in Mega Blue mode. They, like... They separate what I guess is technically a triangulation of their power. Well, there are three of them. There are three of two, them. And they are at two, three separate points. So. Two of them shoot him in the back, and then Drew shoots him in the front. Mega blue, ready. Green, ready. Red, ready. Ready for what? Ready for this. And for this. And this. We get like a weird, it's like a plasma pulse. Plasma pulse, like usually Roland is using that to like actually grab people and, and like. Yeah. Like straight up suplex and do the WWE moves on. Yeah, it's not super often that he's blasting from that. And, and when he does, I don't know if it's been that effect before. There they go. Hopefully for good. I don't think they're coming back. 
All right. Great job. Yeah. The Magnivores and Borg Slayer all start to get sucked up by oh my. a fuck off tornado. I mean, it's, it's not the worst tornado effect. It's I've strange. Seen the show. It's strange that this attack defeats Borg Slayer and also the Magnivores. It yes, felt like I agree. It felt like again it's bringing out kind of kind of rushed it all feels like it's trying to rush to the end so quick like in the past five minutes we've lost the battle base we've lost gargantus drew and the borgs blasted away the entire monster army downtown right also flabber returned yes yeah like i wish there was just more time yeah and the the tornado uh, for a second, I thought it was just going to drop them off in the uh, in the cemetery, but it goes specifically drops all of the the Magnivores and Vexor and Borg Slayer all into one comic. Borg Slayer's not, I guess. Borg Slayer is all of the monsters combined, so Borg Slayer will technically, I guess, separate into the different monsters and go back into the comics. You've got to keep because, them separated. Yeah. So I, shut up. Yeah, you you won. You did it. The Magnivores are back in the comic book. We have to hand it to you, tasty little morsels. We never thought you'd do it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We go back to Hillhurst and the monsters and Flabber and the kids are all, they're all celebrating. God, we're, the Magnivores are back in the comic. It's Celebrate over. We're done. Great dead jerks. Come on. Yeah. 53 episodes. Right. And catch the other, we got a song counter. Did you mention that? We got another uh, Not one. yet. We oh. haven't gotten it yet. Mm-hmm. This scene would normally be the <laughs> end of an episode <laughs> because for you, no <laughs> we've had a fight. We've had kind of the, you know, relief at the end of the episode of monsters dead. Flabber kind of kneels down to the kids and he's like, all right, you know, kids, I got to have the talk with you. The the bad guys are gone. Uh, That means we don't need any good guys. So you've got to stop being the Beetleborgs. Yeah, it's, it's, if you've ever had your parents explain to you that they're separating, it feels a lot like that time. (laughs) It was a very weird conversation. You're right, Ryan. It's like if Superman beat just Lex Luthor. (laughs) It's like, and then his dad, like his parents, came back to <laughs> on like, all right, dress. son, ripped <laughs> his powers out. You're good to go. Kicked him back down. It's yeah. Zod shows up. And he's like, well, now I'm just a douchebag with glasses. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, in canon, he is kind of just, just a douchebag with glasses. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's a very weird like. <laughs> it's not weird at all. I right. almost cried the first time I saw this. <laughs> so, Ryan, it is a lot like your parents telling you that yeah. mommy and daddy have to get a divorce. It really was hard yeah, feel, for me to it, watch this the first time. Okay, so it's weird <laughs> oh, no. because the, the timing off. of it is weird. Yeah, yeah. The actual I, I'm scene not, makes sense. We're not used to having a fucking parental divorce talk in the middle of these episodes. Like, for once... The only time in like 60 episodes we have something that feels like stakes because even though we know it continues, if I was watching this the first time and I yeah. uh, like in real time, I'm like, oh shit, this is the end of the show. I'm like, all right, now I'm That's playing weird. in the fields because I have all these memories of good Joe. And <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of great memories with season one myself. And when Flabber kneels down and totally changes 
uh, he has like a real like rare heart to heart moment with the kids and says, "Yeah, not being silly or anything." You know, this is a double edged sword. That now that the Magnivores are gone, we don't need the Beetleborgs anymore. And at that moment, it I was so oh, like ready to ball up because I had a lot of <laughs> investment. In these characters right. and those suits of mm -hmm. armor, those are my favorite suits of armor: blue, oh, red, yeah. and green. Like those are my favorite colors too. And I, d I didn't want to see them go. So the idea of him taking their powers away and that it's all over, even as a grown yeah. man, I just couldn't quite <laughs> handle it. <laughs> yeah, take me now. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, like it, it is a weird. I got, it kind of feels out of character for Flabber, but we know that he has the affection for the kids and that that's always been should, his prerogative. By weird, we should say it feels off. Well, it's, well, it's like unusual weird, for weird, this like, show. And I, yeah. I think it's kind of assumed that that would also mean the end to them coming to Hillhurst because yeah. not only would they then be vulnerable to the monsters, even though if, well, uh, in Flabber's powers. Who the going to hang out with? Like Trippin' Van? But, <laughs> Heather and I mean, Roland's yeah. Presum lineage. Presumably they had, uh, you know, they had stuff going on before this. Right. It's, it's been a year. It's only yeah, been one you year. Have the it's been one year since we let Flabber out of that organ. Yeah, that's the one. They they call out their beetle bonders. And it's one last like, time. Yeah, it's it's this yeah. really uh, heartfelt moment. They, they call them out and they hand them to Flabber and he stacks them up and and it's it's kind of like real emotional. And then it it feels like this is like the trademark of like a villain that means business is the villain is outside of Hillhurst and they look through the slats. I mean, Captain window. Boomerang from the Flash comics. Yes, it's some guys outside of the, the windows and we look through the slats and we get that little shot of Nukas with his like staff sword thing oh pulling red lightning from his staff. He's like, come out and face me, Beetleborgs. And they're like, I guess we need those back. And we get our last. He's outside. Oh, look at that flapper! Look at that! Isn't that a bad guy? Didn't you just say if there are no bad guys, you can't do it? Looks like there's a bad guy for us to do it with. That it's... Art Fortunes felt like he shouldn't tell us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I've, he, he kind of shows regret during the scene because he's like, mm, yeah. uh, uh, guys, there's a. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, maybe I won't tell him. I'm just a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then uh, this is where we get to. Yeah, this this is where we get our our final of this season, our final transformation. We shoot up to 62 songs. Big <laughs> bad beatles. Beatles. <laughs> it's enough to make a grown man cry. And it's, I, I don't know, I, Nukas looks a little bit more intimidating and the suit looks just a little bit cooler. Wait, he's got a fucking fire sword. Yeah, like it, yeah. he looks like, as compared to him standing next to the Magnivores and Vexor, he just, I don't know. It, he it looks clicked. smaller next to them. Yeah, yeah, like the design of his suit and, and his whole shtick clicked right now like it took the moment he was unlike my tinder dates yeah he's yeah. gonna come into his own for sure i like that he confronts them on his own he's more threatening that way right yeah, he's not vexor hiding behind his incompetent henchman yes. he's like right yeah. me one-on-one -on -one, you beetle bitches i'll <laughs> this bitch dude, slap all of you this dude like an actor can fight 
in Nukas's suit way easier than you could in, in Vexor's suit. Oh, hands oh, down. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen Vexor fight in his suit, and it's he, called he bear hugs everyone <laughs> and falls over <laughs> and explodes. Yeah. The Barney yeah. method, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. We get, uh, once again, a to be continued when uh, Art and Flabber and all the monsters are peeking out the front door, and Flabber's like, don't worry, the Beetleborgs are back in business. They've got this. And Art Boards does not look like he believes that Boards for a goddamn minute. <laughs> he looks outside. Yeah. Me. Yeah. We I think it's Drew that says, Beetleborgs are back business. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it immediately goes to the end credit scene, and it just doesn't, I don't know, for having an, a, an episode that was filled with such, like, Hot, such highs and such lows, and it's the monsters. How many patty bed cake. guys can you can? <laughs> the monsters playing fucking patty cake. Yeah, yeah. really I, stupid. Man. I don't know. Well, it just wasn't really. Almost all the monsters. Frankie attempts to, but Mum's just kind of patty cakes against his chest, and he, he just pushes <laughs> him over, and he's like, yeah! yeah, those kids are doomed. That's the episode. Ends on a cliffhanger, and I don't know. It leaves so much to be desired for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of cliffhangers, especially for season fucking finale. Especially the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's kind of a seamless transition from season one to two. Because next yeah. episode, they're going to fight him, and that's the Just start of season the, like, two. If Metallic's yeah, never came to fruition. If we got the, so you mean like if what happens now was what happens at the end of Metallics? It, yeah, like, well, because, you know, if you're watching it for the first time and they put it on a cliffhanger like this, you're like, oh my God, they have season two. Imagine if they never came back for season two. I can't imagine. They've done that with a lot of dearly beloved shows of mine. Exactly. Yeah. Firefly. That's why no matter how fun. good the show, I Lippin' hate <laughs> cliffhangers, right? As actual genuine finale. So, uh, I guess let's start off with our, our wrap up of this episode. We need to place Borg Slayer oh, no, don't on the monster. Don't give me responsibility. And oh, I, I know that, that this is a, a big one. Uh, I will go ahead and from top to bottom read the entire monster menagerie list for the last time of season one, just so that. All of us have a this are on the same page of where, of where we stand with the and, monsters. And by all of us, I hope you know that at least me, I'm only going to be able to pay attention to the ones that I ask you to repeat whenever yes, I say no. So, uh, number one, Amp Head, then Shadowborg, Graxus, Venus Claptrap, Mucant, Lotta Mugs, Hammerhands, Photonimator, Megatyphus, Firecat, Malavex, Swamp Scumoid, Combat Gnat, Super Noxic, Detestro, Unctuous, Skullhead, Dicehead, Evil Eye, Ferocious, Crimson Creep, Super Grenade Guy, Scary Harry, Grenade Guy, Porcosaurus, Hypnomaniac, Green Cannon Machine, Cataclaws, Cataclasmic, Mace Warrior, Sword Warrior, Terror Bear, and the ever-present final entry, Cyber Serpent. Oh, Woo! fuck Cyber Serpent. He <laughs> definitely doesn't beat Who's Cyber the worst? Serpent. <laughs> No, he was way up there. I stopped paying attention after. I was like, all right, I, I'm pretty sure he's around. Okay, so, so is it safe to at least narrow him down to the top five? Yeah. No. No? 
He didn't do enough. You don't uh, think so? He w- he okay. was created. He was his whole so power 10. was word of mouth. That's we true. we got Im- implication. Mm-hmm. We got the Dennis method with this motherfucker. We didn't get any proof of the pudding. Well, okay, I, so, so number ten is the first one, right? <laughs> Top, Top 10, 10 for sure. For design. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so 10 is Firecat. And then above that is Megatyphus. And then Photonimator is number eight. Hammerhands is seven. <laughs> a lot of mugs is six. Oh, this is a sticky oh, wicket. Isn't man. it? Definitely not better than Graxus. No. Definitely not better than Venus Claptrap. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Venus Claptrap? Definitely not better than Mucan. Mars Claptrap, though. <laughs> Mucan. Mucant. That's number five. Mucant is number five. That's the red dragon griffin-esque looking thing with the bird beak. It's actually a combination of, I think, two different monsters. I'm I'm at a tentative above lot of mugs. Oh man. I don't like saying it, and I'm I'm saying that in the hope that somebody disputes that. I'm not looking for a consensus here. So that would put that would put Borgslayer as the new number six. Mm, and that's awfully close. I'm okay with that because number seven is Hammerhands, and mm. I think Borg Slayer's better than Hammerhands because we liked Hammerhands a lot for the design. Hammerhands yeah. didn't do very much right. in the episode. Destroyed think- a mailbox and came to yes. Hillhurst to threaten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good episode. And uh, Borg Slayer like is is a very I'd say I wanted to say dynamic suit, but it's not dynamic because it doesn't really move very much. But it's no. a very striking suit. Yeah. So, like, he's a Borg Slayer is a mixed bag for me because, on one hand, I like what he stands for. He's got like a lot of he's a combination of old monsters that the Beetleborgs have defeated, like, as part of him. Like, um, I just feel like he's over designed for me and just too large. And I hate that kind of drapes that are down by his feet. It didn't. Yes. It didn't quite work he's for me. Cloth. <laughs> yeah, I, I just. I don't. I don't like the cloth. It's just to me, it looked like a big puppet with a few puppeteers under it. Like it was kind of awkward. I like that they attempted to have the Borgs fight him. He moved his arms, but like there's that part where Trip and Van just drive past him with Dudley. And right. he, he just kind of looks at them and he doesn't yeah. come off as a big as a big threat to me. Um, I did like the idea of like our attacks don't hurt him. They just make him stronger. Right. That yeah. was the only show of power we really got yeah. from him. It wasn't like a shadow board where he straight up stole their powers and was like, now what are you going to do? Cry a little bit. I, I kept I kept waiting because I I couldn't remember if Borg Slayer actually did steal their powers in the same similar or a similar way as Shadowborn or like destroyed the Beetle Bonders or something. Right. So I kept kind of waiting for something like that to happen or like the vortex that sucks things into the comic was going to like take their Beetle Bonders with them or something. Yeah, because that's from the comics. Right. And uh, the plot's right there. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, if you guys, if you guys think, like between me, but no. <laughs> be, between like hammer hands and photonimator maybe number eight yeah above photonimator above photonimator below hammer hands you're asking me to concede but, a lot you're lucky i know you I really like photonimator. <laughs> i know you like photonimator nick i do i do like photonimator but i am willing to put him make the new number eight yes. uh, borg slayer being our new number eight 
I think that's a good think slot that's for Borg Slater. And you may be, you may also think about this. Bob Pappenbrook is the voice of Borg Slayer, and he also did Amphead, Hammerhands, and Shadowborg. Ha! Mm, okay. He was the best. <laughs> did we rank those guys pretty high? <laughs> yeah, we did. And his characters that's he awesome. did that aren't Shadowborg were mostly just kind of grunters, like Amphead mostly grunted and didn't yeah, have yeah. a lot of lines hammer hands had very few lines <laughs> same thing with borg slayer but he he still sounds cool like i could tell it yeah. was him a couple of times so i am i'm actually gonna bump borg slayer above hammer hands <gasps> oh you think so <gasps> yeah i think the new the new number seven <sighs> seven mm-hmm. what, do, what do you guys think you think I it's <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah, and yeah so we're sitting at 34 monsters on this list and i think that's I mean, at 34 monsters out of 53 episodes, that's a pretty hefty list. Uh, okay, so now we've got, for our final time, ranking this episode out of one to five flabbers. I don't think I will, mate. <laughs> no. no. Uh, can I give you my ratings of the episodes I missed? Yes, go for yes. it. Yes. Okay, so I got excited when <laughs> the coming days before Joe's strange change I knew that for me that that was going to be kind of a turning point in the series for me because I really didn't like it. Uh, And you guys kept on episodes prior, a lot of the times you would say, oh yeah, we're doing Shadowborg and this is probably the end of quality until season two. You remember saying that? Oh Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And are you surprised by how good it was? Yeah, but not too much. It's, It's a selection. There have been a, a smaller handful of episodes than I would like, but more than I expected. So it's uh, it, it sort quality. of surprised you, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think so. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Okay, so there, I said that there were thirteen episodes you had to get through before the season finale when things would pick back up. Right. But I was really surprised by some of your guys's ratings because they averaged in the three to three and a half range. Mm-hmm. All the ones that, that I thought mm-hmm. were gonna be shit. <laughs> but it's so, so, so the ones I missed, well, I was on some of these episodes. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, just a refresher. Remember okay. Podcast before? Joe's Strange <laughs> Change. I have a great use of entire cast, fun action, funny jokes with monsters, four out of five. She Wolf, or They Wolf, <clears throat> stupid, too goofy, even for Beetleborgs, makes a joke out of Jara, my favorite Magnivore, one and a half. <laughs> One and a half, <clears throat> something fishy, good use of entire cast, funny jokes, adds lore, and two new locations. Three out of five. Bride of Frankenbeans, stupid plot involving bride character. I found that I was enjoying myself when the Magnivores crash wedding ceremony and the plot suddenly <laughs> tie together. Two and a half. Fangula's Last Bite, wonderful cameo appearance by Vlad the Impaler. Fun Japanese action with crab monster. Three out of five. The good, the bad, and the scary. Wonderful concept underutilized. Squandered potential. That's the one when the magnivores switch bodies with the kids. Right. And for me, that one should have been a two-parter because there's so much you could explore yeah. with that yeah. concept. Yeah. No, you're right. so I gave it a three. <clears throat> Bugging out. Fun plot line. Flabber turning into a mo- the monster was a neat twist, but underutilized. And a cop-out ending because at the end, he's just better. And he walks through the door. And they never explain how that happened. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. Three out of five. <clears throat> Sven Golly by Golly. Fun uh, twist mm. with Magnivores trying to work multiple jobs. Extra screen time for Flabber. Three out of five. Big Bad Luck. Too goofy even for this show. Too much Hillhurst. <laughs> too much Hillhurst and not enough other settings. Starting Is to that miss. The one with the baby? No. Mm. Uh, that was the one with the, where the Magnivores were in the attic, like doing scares on the monsters like pranking oh, them yeah pranking them pretty hard yeah, yeah. and oh, by weird. this point i was really starting to miss the other cast members so i gave that yeah. one a two a monster is born stupid 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 has one <laughs> has one really cool fight with nano and wolfgang monster is born i thought the baby plot was so stupid yeah i, I, I gave that one one weird. and a half yeah, it was off. And here's one I know you guys liked. Norman Nussbaum, Vampire Hunter. And for yeah, me... I, I think it's in part because we watched Monster Hunter... Or, uh, Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Yeah. Okay. Right before that. I, if I was on for this episode, we would have thought really differently. Because for me, I have here... Ruined in editing. Confrontation between Magnivores and Beetleborgs butchered by cutting back and forth between it and Hillhurst plot. What yes. a, oh yeah! Thank I, you. Yes. I gave it a Didn't one and a. You guys, were, you guys were like in the three and a half, four range, and I'm thinking one and a half. I hated this episode. Well, oh damn! If I remember correctly, we were in a long dry run of quality content, and we were like, eh, like average is somewhere yeah. around shitty. I'm also so we were skewed a little higher because I like the like Van Helsing vampire hunter shit. Right. I think I was biased yeah. enough and that I also skewed our score and, a bit high. And then the Monster Squad <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, that was immediately like, after watching Monster yeah. Squad. Uh, Brotherly Fright. Cool Japanese fight footage with Super Noxic, but why can't Noxic's little brother have his own name? Two and a half. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? There's no reason. It's... All right, just, I'm naming you Ryan, but your little brother is Super Ryan because he's cooler than you. You haven't bullshit. met my brother, Super Cameron. <laughs> they even, even I laughed out loud <laughs> when Noxix like, we could bring my brother out of the comic books. What's his name? Super Noxic. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it would make apart. sense if he was huh? something like I'm Mean Machine and he's Mean Machine Mark II, like because yeah. he's 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 a machine. Mm -hmm. At least Bender like, had a cousin named Flexo. It's right, like Bender yeah. three. Like. And I've uh, seen. I've written my PhDs. The B Fighter episode sure. <laughs> that they borrow from. I've seen it, and Super Noxic has his own name, and he's also the older brother in that version. Which makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Fright Files, too stupid, even for this show. Megatyphus annoys me, two out of five. Fair. I hated Megatyphus. <laughs> Man, I thought we were harsh on the show. Maybe we were a little too endearing. <laughs> we, we've been, I, uh, I think we're a bit more biased than we actually realize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when that's it comes cool. in with actual rankings, we're like, that's a bit harsh. But... <laughs> <laughs> and then, it's just trying its best. Then we have Borg Slayer. I thought very charming pirate ship opening. Loved the downtown stuff and got lots of plot and stake high stakes and then four out of five for that one and now we're at vexer's last laugh i'm thinking a three and a half that's yeah. actually not far off yeah I was that's pretty close 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say, max, I'm giving this one a four. And for me, I am. I just wish it was a three parter or even a four parter. Right. They, well, there's I mean, so much crammed in. Go off king. This <laughs> episode, there's too much. They got, we got to blow up the right. Beetle Battle Base. We got to blow up gargantus we gotta we gotta have some reason for the beetleborgs when we gotta blow up right uh, a borg slayer and we gotta get rid of the magnivores i hated the way they got rid of the magnivores (laughs) yeah Yeah. i agree no you're right yeah it's it it, yeah definitely feels like they packed way too much into one episode where we kind of had that same feeling with last episode i think but especially with this one because they got rid of so much all at once it it felt it's the end of the season yeah it's it, the slate white for the right. writers and, more or less and there's I, a I don't know, lot maybe... the lot they have to tie up so yeah it, it, exactly to, to put it all on the second half of this one um yeah i don't know maybe it fell if, apart if, like, the me. avs had been yeah had been defeated last episode i feel like if they had done it better they would have wrapped up some of the tertiary plot points maybe an episode or two before the finale started so that they could have just wrapped up like the big major points of the seasons and the new villains exactly they could have wrapped that up and fleshed it out a bit more made it a little bit just more interesting to watch i guess yeah instead of kind of distracting you with some with some b plots in the season finale you know like it's the season finale you want the end of the season not some b plots mixed right. in this with this definitely feels, so i agree i think it feels a lot like a like a 3.5 to me where uh i know like we got so confident we also hype ourselves up pretty hard i know we're doing these. well you have and, fun you have fun watching this show and that's great yeah, if right. you have fun while you're watching it and like have a better evening after watching us that's great mm-hmm. so it's it's uh, sometimes purpose. i feel like yeah. we rank episodes based on the fun we had just oh, talking sure. about them uh whereas i did my rankings for all these episodes by myself yeah. which i think is different because like you don't have that mirth that you're experienced when you're like, right watching it with friends over yeah i agree and yeah so i think a 3.5 is my vote okay i'm actually going down to a three okay Ryan, what do you think? Um, you know, honestly, I'm cool with a fucking three. Not a lot I'm happened. Cool it's too. it's a multi-parter. Like the whole like what five parts of Shadowborg? Six. That, yeah, six. 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 Yeah, six yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, there, there were a couple of them where it was there were just like intermediary parts. Mm-hmm. And granted, we got like, oh, here's where the magnivores are going to just be yeeted out of existence. And we had we had the very cool, very sad. Uh, very well done coming to Jesus. All right, kids, you're gonna have to give me back your fucking powers. Because... Oh, that was hands down the best scene. Yeah, but the problem that it is kind of like the only good scene, like great scene. It, it's the only scene that stands out, as opposed to like a solid, a more solid episode has at least like two or three moments that we yeah. could pick out. I I did like the episode, but uh, Griffin's. Uh, reveal of his rating system has sobered me a bit, I think. <laughs> so now I'm willing to get down to a three. <laughs> Nick, what are you thinking? Fuck. 
I just said like earlier, I was like, I agree with yeah. him. I'm actually going to save you the time. I'm probably going to agree that it was a three. Like a save you the time when talking about it for half an hour. I will drop to uh, my 3.5 to a three so that we're all on an even playing field. I think it's a five. Well, just are cold. That's been the end of season one, the big bad Beetleborgs. Oh my god. Back next week with Beetleborgs Metallics. They're no longer big nor bad. (laughs) No, (laughs) just shiny. It's a shiny golden god. Yeah. Technically, the first episode of season two. You probably aren't going to get the season two intro, though, for this next Because they've still got their original armor and things like that. Yeah. 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 But this episode, Ryan, remember you were like, you were about to grief over your typhus loss yeah yeah and i'm griefing over all of them but jara in particular uh yeah she's my favorite and oh to have them all just thrown in the trash like that because they triangulate their shots on the big bad it was so it made me so mad the first time yeah yeah i completely agree and they're just they're gone no more no more fucking joe pesci Noxic, no more, mm. no more grandma jokes, no, no more like Russian lady. <laughs> You're killing it. No! <laughs> it's all fucking over. <laughs> oh, no. Are you a grandma? And with that, <laughs> right? No, we have a sponsor. Oh no, we have a sponsor. I know you're looking around for a product, aren't you? I pulled a sneaky on you. I meant to to bring this up beforehand, but I got here a little bit late, so I, I came here around the same time that we uh, linked on to uh, the call with Griffin here. But um, the sponsor for this week is not Sponge, as we've had previously, my Sponge. favorite sponsor. Um, the sponsor for this episode is a certain Drew Griffin. Oh. Who... Oh. This podcast would not be possible without, and it, it wouldn't be the same either. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have the flavor. We wouldn't settle the upon spice. your tongue as something with <laughs> a, uh, a marvelous, explosive texture of sweetness and and a little bit of saltiness, and then and then bleeding into an aftertaste down your throat of just sweet, thick mm. molasses mm. and jism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cover me in peanut butter too. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, peanut butter, molasses, and chisel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it's a pretty good time to Shout give give boys. you some some applause, a little pat on the back, yeah. because yeah. especially mm-hmm. after if if any of you, I, I think we talked about it before, but if any of you were fortunate enough to have seen the uh, Shadowborg. Uh, I know there are a few of us in there on the live uh, YouTube. There premiere. were more of us in there than us. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. were a few people in there yeah. watching. Yeah, he's talking uh, about Beetle Bros abridged on YouTube. It's, uh, yes, it's our YouTube channel is Big Bad Beetle Bros. Um, and I just finished up part one of Curse of the Shadowborg, and I put a lot of hours into it. So I hope you watch it. If you made it to the end of this, I think you'll really enjoy the YouTube oh, yeah. 100% of podcast. Would. It was fantastic. Thank you so much. Right. If, if you was, think that we're course, funnier, man. it was great. It was we, funny. <laughs> we're like actually funny whenever Griffin edits us. <laughs> <laughs> if you think we're funny, we're better. If you don't think we're funny, we're funny. <laughs> uh, have fun in season two, guys. I'll join you some other time. 
Oh, for sure. Of course, yeah, buddy boy. Plenty more episodes to come. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. And with that, I've been Cam. I've been Nick. I've been Ryan. I've been Griffin. And we've been the Big, Big Bad Beetle Bros. In season two, bitches. So this isn't the movie. <laughs> Not more grandma. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the Metallic's grandma. <laughs> <laughs>